What's up, guys? Welcome back to Director Showdown. It's uh, buddy Brent here, and it's Adam, as per usual. You know, it's been a while. It's been yeah, a it's long been a long time. It's been a lot. It's been about a month and a half since yeah. I think uh, since we put out that bonus app and um, mm-hmm. talked about Blade Runner. And you know, it's it's re- it's been a long month and a half. Adam, and, and do you kind of want to talk about why, kind of what we've been up to? Yeah, you know, I know that our last episode was Blade Runner, but why? Why we didn't even bother seeing twenty four nine? Why? Why? Why yeah. would we see that pretentious, art house, dumb, long three yeah. hour film? No yeah. way. Looked boring too. Yeah. Looked really boring. Um, I mean, instead, like we kind of. Uh, alluded to at the end of the last episode we uh you know we really wanted to watch a watch a movie that everyone here in in the apartment mm-hmm. could enjoy and so we uh you know at uh Dennis's suggestion we decided to watch uh what what did we watch Adam uh Dennis the Menace a 1993 Nick Castle written by mm-hmm. John Hughes film yeah Exactly. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, that day that we wrapped the last podcast, we we watched it and, you know, we we had we had a good time. We kind of went down memory lane a little bit. Uh, Adam and I had both seen the movie when we were kids, I think, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an abundance of times. And over the next month and a half, uh, we would then go on to watch it uh, every day, actually, Absolutely. at Dennis's um, suggestion. Yeah, his. Yeah. um yeah, his suggestion. And so uh, I like to think that we are, I, I, I think we're really going to have a strong literary level critique of this movie now. Yeah, no one really understands the incredible nuance mm-hmm. that Nick Castle is able to capture in this mm-hmm. film. You know, Absolutely. Being able to weave comedy and also reference timeless mm-hmm. political problems with our society is yeah is uh insane i'm I'm speaking in um ambiguity right now but yeah we're, we're definitely gonna take a deep dive into into i mm-hmm. think what you're talking about but it's it's it manages to walk such a fine delicate line mm-hmm. of being uh, great entertainment for the whole family. Absolutely. Having having some real heart uh, behind the characters, so that you really end up caring about everybody in the movie, and also having some really, I think, um, some strong themes behind it as well. Right. Right. Some it's really got some some ideas. I think even even more so than Blade Runner. I'll I'll 
you know, throw that gauntlet down. I mean, it, it's not hard to beat yeah. something of that lower That magnitude. kind of boring, bland yeah. uh, picture, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Dennis the Menace, we've probably, I think, probably seen it probably 45-ish times now, mm. not not counting uh, when we were kids. But and in, yeah, in, in case you, as a listener, has have not seen it, mm-hmm. we'll give them a little brief, um, patented IMDb yeah, what summary. Do you know? our buddies have to say? So this one's written by two people. Actually. Oh, okay. Well, I think you know. Just before you start, I I I really think I would hope for nothing less because I really. After watching it this many times, I really think that you need a couple of people to really bring out every facet of what this movie's trying to do, and to really, uh, it's it's like the Coen Brothers couldn't make uh, No Country for Old Men with just Joel. Like you have to have Ethan in there too, and so I think that I'm I'm, I'm sorry, I'm I'm really getting in the way of the summary. No, but I just no, to say you that. are. You've made some great points. Mm-hmm. Because to be able to do a summary, you have to be concise, mm-hmm. yet you have to summate everything yeah. about said film. And you can tell that since there are two people writing this one-sentence summary, yeah, it's, it's like you know how much... How much uh, content Dennis the Menace 1993 directed by Nick Castle mm-hmm. written by John Hughes yeah. has. They, they were able to successfully boil it all down mm. into one sentence. So so yeah, lay, lay it on, on me and the, the listeners here. I'm really excited for this. Well, the names of the, the, the writers okay. are, are Brian W. Martz and okay. Brian McInnes. So it's oh. two Brians. Okay, two Brians. What what did the two Bryans have to to say about sure. uh, this film? When his parents have to go out of town, Dennis stays with Mr. and Mrs. Wilson. The little menace is driving Mr. Wilson crazy, but Dennis is just trying to be helpful. Even to the thief who's arrived in town. Yeah, that's really good. So that's three solid sentences. Um, you know, they probably each did about one and a half when it comes to that summary. The Bryans, there. yeah. And it's that might be the best work that the Bryans ever, you know, put mm-hmm. out there. I I'm I'm really gonna I'm really gonna look into what other summaries they've done, I think, when we wrap this up, because I I I just really wanna wanna take a look and, and see what else they yeah, put I out mean, into like, the world. I mean when you think of IMDB summary page, mm-hmm. you think of Brian and Brian. Yeah. You know, th- exactly. those two guys. I thought the name rung a bell. You know, mm-hmm. when you when you said um, but I mean, yeah, I think that really successfully uh, summarizes kind of the events of, of the movie. And it, it really touches on something that I, you know, I think we're going to talk about a lot here. Um, what was that? Can you read that second sentence one more time for me? Sure, of course, because there's just it, I know it's, hard it's to really it's in, really you know? dense. So like yeah. I want to get a couple more readings of that. Yeah. The little menace is driving Mr. Wilson crazy, but Dennis is just trying to be helpful. See, so that that yeah. ending, right? Mm-hmm. I think that really clicked with us, uh, just trying to be helpful. And I think what this movie is trying to say and why it's so timely is that it really taps into 
an ideology. It taps into um, what what makes American men. Uh, I think specifically white American men. Absolutely, absolutely. What why they are the ones in power and why they are the ones that kind of have control in our society. And it's because it's because, you know, at the end of the day, boys will be boys. Yeah. You know, I mean, kids look, will be kids. Look at, look at Harvey Weinstein, a, a amazing gentleman. Mm-hmm. He, he, he has funded so many feminist movements, helped mm-hmm woman get into college helped so many actresses get a yeah. get get a career in hollywood one of the hardest industries to put your foot in yeah and all they had to do you know was just have a little you know a little, I'm gonna, little fun time with harvey weinstein yeah That's look, a big fun, deal. fun fun time for you forget about it right and you walk out the door i want to say five words here sure that i think he's just trying to well he's just trying to be helpful just he's like just Dennis. trying to be just yeah. like Dennis in this motion picture. The five words, Adam. Sure. The ends justify the means. Hmm. So let's let's take a look at, at Timely. what Yeah, exactly. I I, I think um, I really appreciate this movie for what it's what it's saying about our society, uh, what it's saying about raising um, white white young men in our society today. Hmm. Um it's it's the fact that the ends justify the means, and if you, you know, you're gonna you gonna you you want to break you want to break an omelet. I'm sorry, you want to make an omelet. You're gonna have to break some eggs, right? Isn't that Absolutely. the expression? Like you're how do you how do you some... succeed? You gotta fail over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, and Dennis, he just keeps doing stuff. He keep he, he keeps, keeps just chugging trying. at it. Yeah, just going at it day in and day out. People get hurt in the process. Sure. That's what happens. Absolutely, that's, people eat paint. Yeah, that's that's just how you succeed. You just have to, you have to screw a few people here and there. Over, Abs- you know, I couldn't have put it better myself. You have to just barrel towards mm. your goal without worrying about the consequences because people are gonna get hurt, uh-huh. and you you can't worry about those people because mm. you have an end goal in mind of I'm gonna make the world a better place right. and. Dennis has that in his head, and like uh, how, yeah. like Dennis in the in one of the one of the best scenes of the film, mm-hmm. he goes into like he's staying at Mister Wilson's house, right? Yeah, and he decides to change out the nasal spray, Mister Wilson's nasal spray, the liquid with the mouthwash, Mister yeah. Wilson's mouthwash. So when Mister Wilson you know, decides to shoot up his nose mm-hmm. with the nasal spray. You know, he gets he gets a nose full of uh, mouthwash. Yeah. yeah, and that is just what America needs to know right now. Absolutely, we need more. We need more people like Dennis yeah. in our society. And like maybe he should have checked the goddamn nasal spray mm-hmm. before he decided to shoot up his fucking nose. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's Do a totally little research. On Mr. Wilson. Do a little look at yeah. look at your dentures before you put them in your fucking mouth, idiot. Mm-hmm. There there's two pieces of gum. The problem on with it. our society mm-hmm. is that we trust way too much. 
in, in absolutely in in products and in shit like mm-hmm. that you know in like ca- in the capitalist machine exactly you and think that you're just gonna get typical nasal spray when you just shoot it up your goddamn nose yeah. i have nasal spray for my allergies that i just took right now mm-hmm. i tested that shit before i shot up exactly my nose. you have to yeah because the gatekeepers in our society the dennis's the i'll i'll go there mm-hmm the Donalds of our society, Mm, mm. they are making the world a better place, but people are going to get hurt along the way. Right. You're going to get some mouthwash in your nose. You're going to get some, uh, I forgot the other thing that happened. The, the cleaner in your mouth. Yeah. You're going to get some gum where your teeth should be. That look, makes you look like uh, bugs bunny. Yeah. You're going to throw 40 years of your life down the toilet Mm. because, uh, Dennis, the Donald, the what have you, mm-hmm. is going to make you turn around for a split second, mm-hmm. just a split second, mm-hmm. and it's all gone. But you know, I mean, you have to put up with that. That's uh, world's a better place. Like, how for do you? It. How do you? We we cannot protect the weak. You know, we have to enable only the ones that are strong. Exactly. How do we carry on? A stronger human race if we're just gonna like let all the weaklings just like exactly charles dorwin said it best when he said the weak ones in the world should not be around anymore because the strong ones are better right that i that's mean exactly how it went that's in um this- i remember that from my history book uh, reading it when I was homeschooled when I was a kid. And it, I, I, I just never forgot that famous quote. God, I, I just get choked up thinking about it. Yeah, I, really I totally difficult. get it, man. Like Richard Dawkins, you know, he said mm-hmm. it in his book, yeah. The Selfish Meme. Mm-hmm. You know, you just have to fuck everybody in your way. Yep. You know, if you got to grab some... Nether nether regions of woman while you're climbing to, to the top of the the body you know, pile. You need you need a little bit of stress relief. Come on, hey, he's got to deal with so much crap all the time. Locker you know? room talk. That's right. all it is. Yeah. That's all we're talking about here. Yeah. You know you're gonna you're gonna crack some eggs to make your egg make your eggs Benedict. Is that what it is? I think eggs I think that's Benedict. What it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, obviously, we both love this movie. There's Absolutely. a lot. We really dove head in right off the mm. fucking bat here, but... Because you have all this pent-up, <clears throat> like, fucking exactly. anger. Well, I've been, I mean, I've been dying to talk about it yeah. after each consecutive viewing. I mean, the when when we first watched it, I, I didn't think much of it. I, I said, you know, Dennis, why, why are you showing us uh, this? Why is this movie so important to you? Mm. And he he said, you know, how he does, like, oh, it's about the ideas and, and mm. all that. And I was mm. like, hmm, well, let me think about that. And I really let that simmer yeah. in my in my brain for the last month and a half. And I feel like it's really festered into um, these ideas now, right. this ideology that I have. And so... That's a great point because mm-hmm. I also... I actually hated this film okay. when we first watched wow. it. Okay. Like, it was... Dennis it was isn't... Where's Dennis at right now? Is he in, yeah. I think he's sleeping in the room. Yeah. yeah. I'm just, you know, I'm just an honest guy. Like, I just want to be real. Yeah, I mean, you should be. Everyone, everyone's listened to this podcast before. They know how, like, I, I'm not not all about any PC culture or bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? But I did. I didn't, I didn't like this movie. But after about 
a dozen watches, the gears started, you know, yeah. start rolling. Yep. The you know. the fires start, yeah. Mm. Especially when Dennis um, indirectly castrated Christopher Lloyd's <clears throat> uh, hobo character. Yep. That, to me, was like this strong message that hobos poor people the lower class absolutely they need to be castrated yes they cannot let their seed continue on Mm -hmm. because they are the dirt of society and that's what's bringing us down from being a great nation i'm really glad that you picked up on on that metaphor too i think i kind of got that in the last 10 or so viewings is kind of the the imperialism uh, that is kind of ingrained in Dennis's character mm. in kind of, uh, in how he does castrate, uh, you know, Christopher Lloyd, hobo man. Mm. And he, he's clearly the stronger person, mm-hmm. you know, um, with stronger traits as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And he's had hardships. He's had to, f- you know, fight his way up from, uh, you know, his kind of dark history with Mr. Wilson that's alluded to, mm-hmm. um, which, I mean, we could talk about that for an hour and a half. Like that there's some really dark mm. stuff going on behind the scenes there. Um, and I'm saying is, why is an old guy tying you up so much with knots? I just, I don't really get it, but yeah. you know, um, but yeah, I mean really just some powerful ideas on display in this movie. And, uh, it's just been really rewarding, and I'm really glad that we were able to watch it. So absolutely, do you yeah. have any uh, any any trivia for this? Uh, you know, this I have a, work? I have a couple here. Yeah. So um, Brian and Brian again here were the um, kind of uh, engineers of this trivia page, and you know, there's a lot of it's not their best work. I've mm. definitely seen some stuff by them that's that's a lot better than what I'm seeing here, but this is kind of fun. So according to Christopher Lloyd, after filming the scene where his character spears Gunther's apple with a knife and eats it, Hank Johnson, the young actor playing the role was so frightened of Lloyd that he wouldn't approach him afterwards on the set. So he clearly scarred this young kid, Mm -hmm. you know, with that terrifying scene, which I think really affected us at least the first few times watching it. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just kind of the imagery of, uh, you know, this kind of ominous, uh, dark, dirty kind of hobo man kind of creeping up on this young white child and Mm -hmm. um, just really just... I I don't blame the kid. I mean, he probably... That kid probably cries when he watches Back to the Future now because, oh, God. (sighs) Yeah, it is just like Christopher Lloyd's character is just this uh, hobo who is just illegally mm-hmm. on this train and ends up in this just free ride. Amazing, is there yeah. is there a better yeah, metaphor in this movie than this dirty homeless man, mm-hmm. poor man, criminal just hopping on a hopping on a train, hopping mm-hmm. getting a free ride. Might as well might as well put a sticker on that train that says US government. Absolutely. Um, Obamacare, anybody? <laughs> yeah, I mean, where's that remake at? Where's that exactly. Where's that Lega sequel? See, this, with, uh... this movie is like a proto-warning. It was saying, yeah. hey, America, Bill Open Clinton's coming up. Bill Open Clinton's coming up. Yep. Watch out. Mm-hmm. 
This guy's going to give all your money to all these delinquents yep. who are riding trains, getting off at nice suburban towns, stealing your stuff. And he and and he's going to be just grabbing women. Yeah. At the same the hypocrisy mm-hmm. of God, just of he doesn't he didn't of abusing his power yeah. to do so. Uh-huh. He hasn't earned the right to grab women. No. You know? Absolutely not. He's sitting there giving out all of our like tax if, if money. You're, if you're an individual who owns so many different corporations, logos, businesses, and you worked your way to the top where you have a whole room on the 50th floor in a New York building covered in gold. Yep. Then, hey, you know, grab a few women here and hey, there. Not a big deal. Hey. But if you're just some hobo on it, Come on, come on. You think you earn that? You think that that cop of feels? No. (laughs) Dirty garbage. What actresses has he propelled up to greatness? You know? (sighs) Tell me. None. Nope. Can't think of any. Can't think of any. Exactly. So he he gets off at that train and causes mayhem. Absolute chaos. He. It's it's a nice peaceful American, mm-hmm. probably southern town. I would think, mm-hmm. I would hope, and he sees the he sees the apple pies and the open windows. He mm. sees the the unlocked doors. This is a peaceful, quiet town. He sees the the cult, the colored cops. Mm-hmm. Sees just that this is just a very uh, quaint. Good little American town. He Absolutely. says, "I haven't, I haven't gotten enough of a free ride. I need more, and I'm gonna take it because I deserve it." That's the thing with with, with those people in the lower class. They just want more and more. Mm-hmm. They can never. They they just don't know. They can't be grateful for what they have. Mm-hmm. They just have to go in and mess with the middle class. Exactly. You know. Yep. The people pay. The people paying the taxes. Mm. That power, so they're paying the money that uh, funds the trains mm. that offers the free rides to all the, and then he takes it back, and it's a vicious, it's a fucking Ouroboros of just pain and suffering, and just taking advantage of the system. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there are a couple other pieces of trivia here. I wanted to bring this one up. Uh, Leslie Nielsen was offered the role of Mister Wilson. Uh, from airplane fame, from Mr. Magoo. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, but he was actually committed to surf ninjas um, at the time and was forced to turn it down. Now, let's talk about surf ninjas for a second. I know uh, that this you know, is a, a, is a film that you and I both... Uh, it's one of my favorites. I think you have once said that it is one of yours as well, right? Yeah, it is um, very Kubrickian in its cinematography. Yeah. So that's what really skyrocketed Surf Ninjas to one of my Absol- top 10s. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think really the dark undertones, um, kind of the, the murder mystery in that movie, uh, I wasn't expecting. Um, kind of the haunted... Like the haunted uh, beach hotel mm-hmm. that was in that movie was mm-hmm. really unexpected. Um, when the I thought it was a really good allusion to uh, the Shining when the elevator doors open and just a wave of ocean water comes out and then uh, the two guys are on the surfboards yeah. 
riding yeah. the wave at I was like, oh my God, this is so like proto Kubrickian like art. This is like a crazy art house movie. Yeah. And it's also it's also just like this movie too. It's like uh it has that entertainment. It has those ideas, those like mm-hmm. American uh, you know, that nationalist agenda that I think that we both really could tap into. And I think it's it's just another great up there with uh, you know Dennis the Menace now in my book. Mm. So sorry about the surfs up. Oh tangent, no, but I, I mean, mean that surf ninjas. I'm sorry. No, surf ninjas is, is definitely related to Dennis the Menace. Yeah, you know you have you um, can't part them in your head once you think about it. Right, you know? they're two great American classics. Mm-hmm. And uh, who who directed? Uh, I'm sorry, who um, directed surf ninjas? Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner did. Damn, what another great American filmmaker Rob yeah, Reiner at is. One of one of the best, yes. I think. Um and I, I think it was really uh really interesting too that he was the lead. I didn't expect when I first saw it, I said Rob Reiner's the lead. he's the surfer guy. Yeah. And then the fact that it's an all Jewish cast as well, I think really says something interesting um about Hollywood and I think uh yeah but I mean we can get back to we can get back to I'm sorry guys Dennis the Menace uh maybe we'll do another one on surf ninjas uh the right, ninjas of right. course being the Jewish ninjas in that film um really good check that out if you haven't it's great <coughs> but anyways yeah Dennis the Menace back on to um a more pure movie mm-hmm. um with this beautiful blonde boy who can do absolutely no wrong mm-hmm. in the Lord's eyes, really. Yeah. You know, he's just, he's just having a good time. Like when he's, when he climbs the, the shelf in his father's garage. Mm-hmm. I mean, I climbed shelves all the time in my yeah. father's garage. Absolutely. I knocked over no paint per- cans. Yeah. Yeah. He knocked over a paint can. You know what he did as a, like a good American boy, he got a vacuum cleaner, so yep. he tried to clean it up. Yep. Because number that's what of times I've done do. that, absolutely. Yeah. Number of times I got the old, uh, you know, the the what do they call it? The Hovo Ruger Ruger Ruger. Yeah, the Hover Ruger. Hovo Hovo Rugers, I think. And I got that out of the closet. The German just, pistol vacuum. Yeah, cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Um, you kind of hold it like a rifle, and then you aim it at the ground mm-hmm. um, to suck up all the the paint that I was dropping all the time. God, it's just I get emotional yeah. thinking about those times. So, so because... he 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 does he clean he sucks all the paint up, mm-hmm. and like a good like a good boy, and you know what? He's such a curious lad. Mm-hmm. Like he's a he has a great investigative mind. He's like, hmm, I wonder what this would do. He, you know what he did? He looked at the vacuum cleaner instead of suck. He did um, out. So it's going to force air out of it because you just want to know yeah, what, what was happening. Absolutely, you just want to know how this how the it's, machine it's works. It's that thinking that has gotten America to where we are now. It's yeah. that it's that creative thinking of let me just play around with this. If people end up eating paint, not a big deal. Exactly. Like let me just try running for president. What absolutely? What's the, what's the big deal? Who cares? So and what if, if you, you're if a you celebrity? Stumble into office if you stumble into shooting paint. Onto your neighbor's grill, and he ends up eating it, maybe dying a couple months later because mm-hmm. he ate paint. Um, then you know uh, you got to break a couple Every, eggs. Everyone, everyone learns from yeah. that. You know, it's like, well, maybe, maybe we should not be sucking up paint 
with the vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's those pioneers. Yeah, it's exactly. It's he might as well. He might as well have been one of the Mercury Seven, right. as far as I'm concerned. One of these pioneers out on the fringes um, of science, out of the fringes of our society. Yeah. That's just pushing you know, that's the a envelope. Great point. Yeah, because imagine the Pilgrims, the Puritans. Yep. That came to America, didn't I'm, I'm know what was up, going yeah. on, mm-hmm. and they saw these savages, sat who did lived in, lived in these little these, little these Christopher Lloyds, if you will, exactly. And they didn't have houses; they mm-hmm. had little teepees. What is that? Nope. Come on, that's not a house. That's not a good American house. No, put some put some wood on your walls, put some paint on those walls, and give me a backyard where I can push my son. Travis in a swing and we can run around and play a baseball, American baseball. It's, but they didn't have any of that cause they were mm-hmm. savages and you know, they, they had to get out of the and way all, so that we could we create know, it. Yeah. And we all know what happened to them. Yep. They, they gave us away Thanksgiving and they left the country. Yep. Yeah. I read that in the history, uh, my history book also in my homeschool class. Mm hmm. Yeah, they, um, they went the Christopher Lloyd way, and Dennis and they Dennis. just hopped on that train and mm-hmm. got out of Dodge and, and uh, made a bunch of casinos that I frequent mm-hmm. a lot. As do I. As yeah. do I. Um, boy, gambling's great, isn't it? Yeah. God, so American, so good. Speaking of gambling, yeah, Dennis does a lot of gambling and he keeps winning. Yep. You know, as he should. Yeah, as he should. I think. I mean, he just. He just gambles with the Christopher Lloyd character and mm-hmm. just says, you know, I'm going to fire this slingshot. Why not? Who yeah. cares? This is this is the most efficient way to get this aspirin in this old man's mouth. Yeah. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. If I had if I had a rifle, if I had a Luger pistol, I would have put that aspirin mm-hmm. in that Luger pistol. I would have mm-hmm. put it in the old man's mouth. And I would have fired the trigger. Absolutely. Because that that's that's a, I'm not going to get my uh, fucking hands crushed by this old man's teeth. Mm-hmm. I had to do it in the safest way I can I can think of, mm-hmm. you know? And kids really need to learn how to use... Like, a slingshot was cool and all. Mm-hmm. But Dennis really need. That's the only thing I think was kind of lacking in this film. He just needed okay. to learn how to use a, a firearm. I like, think I don't so, know too. Why... It was lacking. It was definitely lacking some real firepower. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see uh, maybe even an AR-15, mm. I think, would have been really good. Mm. Um, yeah, modded to where it's uh, fully automatic. For absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Because... Uh, if he maybe made his own gun, mm. I think that would have been really cool, too. Mm. Um, like, the father was... He was he was a really great father um, because he was always away on his business trips and whatnot. Absolutely. But I agree. He only, he just needed to teach the kid, teach Dennis how to use a gun. How to use a gun. Be a real dad. Yeah. Come on. I know that's going to, the second my kid can hold an object, I'm going to put a rifle in his hands. I'm going to aim it at the first living thing I see. I just get really emotional talking about this because I, I'm so passionate about gun laws yeah. in this country. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if it happens, if it's a pig on the side of the road, it's a pig on the side of the road. If it's our dog, it's our dog. The The fact of the matter is, and this is going to tie back into kind of the underlying theme of this movie that I really liked, is that it's a lesson mm. for the youth of our country. Right. 
that consequences if you're if you're a male and if you're white of course consequences should not get in your way because you are the you're the mercury 7 astronaut you have the correct genetic code mm-hmm. to persevere through the ages absolutely you know it's it you are of the pure I'm not going to say it. We're both thinking you, it. You know. You, you connected those dots, yeah. listener. I mean, you know what we're talking about here. You you just you just keep on trucking. Yep. Going for it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I mean, what what else can we say? What, what else uh, have we got here? I mean, this movie is... I well, think opened I would, our eyes. I would want to bring up because, like, I'm all I'm really fascinated between the the relationship between Christopher Lloyd and Dennis. You know, yeah, and the fact that Dennis uses so many methods of incapacitating his uh, mm-hmm. incapacitating Christopher Lloyd, the hobo. Yeah, like he um, fires a slingshot that. That was filled with that was a hot marble. That's right, and yeah. it bounces off the tree and lands in Christopher Lloyd's pants, which makes his balls go on fire. Yeah, and yeah. that poetic justice is—you just don't see that in film. No, you know, to be able to have the the nuance of castration. Yeah. I, I, I that really took me by surprise mm-hmm. the first time I saw it, but I'm I'm really grateful that that scene was in the movie because mm-hmm. it really thematically ties the whole movie together, right? And the fact that he ends up making Christopher Lloyd this this free rider, this uh, this bum, mm. uh, just makes him look like a fool, and he goes to to jail at the end as he should right, because he's so. a, he's a criminal. Mm-hmm. He's a freeloading criminal, so a t- time traveling criminal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah, because like uh, Dennis is just a perfectionist when it comes to how do I word this? Providing justice to those who deserve it. Mm-hmm. You know, He's- all these hobos. They deserve to have a flaming marble in their pants. Yep. They deserve to fall from a bridge onto a pile of wood Mm -hmm. in a Mm -hmm. stream. And they deserve for a knife to land right Mm. on their testicles. Yep. I can't agree with you more. Mm. He's Dennis is a, I I think we can say he's a, he's a warrior of justice. Right. I think he's a justice warrior mm-hmm. and of society of yeah. social issues. I think so too. I think, I mean, let, if we kind of tie, I think he's a social warrior of justice. I think mm. social uh, justice warrior. I think mm. um, he's really just, he, we need more Dennis's in our society. I think mm. is, is kind of my takeaway from this 47th viewing yeah. of the movie. You Cause know? I think the hobo use a lot of like binary pronouns, mm-hmm. like, he used he and she, which yeah. is incredibly insensitive and intolerant. Absolutely. Like, how can this hobo like assume anyone's 
yeah. gender. I mean, if you, you know? look at Dennis, that could just as easily be a little girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has a little blonde girl's haircut. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he he clearly is into feminine things. And he had his shirt off. Yeah. Or she, she, she I don't know, maybe. She, I yeah, mean, could be. Dennis might be a, a little girl, I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, who are we to say that's Dennis's choice? Mm-hmm. Harvey Weinstein Denise's. is definitely the the judge of that sort of because he's got yeah. the he's got the power to do it. He's, he's the, the he's he, the gatekeeper. He yeah. makes these decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, not if the you're a girl, if you're a girl to him, you know that's that's just how it's gonna be. Yeah, sorry, uh-huh. sorry. Hey, sorry. But all you other people, you can't assume that shit. No, only those in power can assume that. Yeah, they're the ones who. I mean, that's why they're in power. They're the ones who decide how society goes. Yep. I don't know why people don't understand this. People, it's really hard to grasp for people, I yeah. think. Uh-huh. Um, they think the world's black and white. Mm. And they think everything is just like a subjective thing that mm-hmm. only reality is relative to them. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, newsflash, reality is objective and, you know... Yeah. Certain people are kind of better than other people. Yep. Sorry. Read a book, read... History book. That's mm-hmm. what the history book I read was called. It's called mm-hmm. History Book. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um, by Dale, Dale Snin, Snin, I think. Dale Snin. Dale Snin. Dale Snin. The great history American book. writer. It's plain. Yeah. Um, it kind of looks actually, thinking back now, it actually looks like it's just kind of covered in paper. And it looks mm-hmm. like it's kind of written by hand. But mm-hmm. it's history book. Um, definitely check that out because I think that mo- that book is kind of right in line mm. with this ideology that this movie is kind of espousing here. Speaking of history, let's yeah. get some historical context here. Oh, let's you know, let's, Please, let's, let's dive right it. in there. Ninety three, yeah, absolutely. Pre Obama, um, post H W, a great man. Yeah, H W. I, I think we can all agree. Um, yeah. we copped a we copped a feel every hey, now and then. Hey. Whatever, who cares? president he's a president president. you have to respect your president respect the office but it was it was before obama came in and bastardized the office yeah absolutely and um and then guess who came out next (laughs) who bill clinton oh oh that's right okay yeah i know you probably blanked that out i i I forgot those years of my life are Mm. just a blank Exactly, gone from my memory. And this this movie served as a warning, like, "Hey guys, <laughs> look who's coming up! Just buckle up! Look hey, who's coming bu- up! Buckle up for old Bill! Uh-huh. He's coming for your wives! Yep. <laughs> and his wife is coming for your guns! Absolutely. About a decade later, mm-hmm. I mean, am I right or am I absolutely right? And Dennis, he's the one who's like, he is the grassroots." campaign rising up and saying hey you can't do whatever the fuck you want you can't just watch your flower that you grew for 40 years yeah i'm you don't have that yeah you don't have that i do Mm -hmm. i get to control how this ends i'm a young blue-eyed blonde-haired white american boy and i get to i get to decide how this ends and he Mm -hmm. does and, and he can does. you believe Bill Clinton abusing his power? I Getting, I can't just abusing the office's yeah power. Like he, like he's it's president a, of the United States. He shouldn't be getting a a, a fellatio from 
a intern. Can you believe that shit? She is an innocent. She's an innocent woman. Yeah. You know, Consent, just trying to work her way. To you know, have it's already hard enough. Felicia with your yeah. It's already hard enough for women. It's already hard enough. To, and to, to do get that. to get taken advantage of by yeah. someone in power is disgusting. frankly disgusting. Yeah. And um boy, but yeah, I mean historical context boy, we're talking a lot about presidents with historical context, but yeah. it's I think important. I mean to understand this movie the ideology. is about US presidencies. Mm-hmm. Period. It is. I mean, if you if you don't see that when you watch this movie the first time, you are a fucking plebeian yep you can't like you're a fucking i'm sorry retard uh sorry pc culture all right a waterhead a water yeah if you will perhaps sorry that we can't use words that actually fit the context correctly yeah because you just can't you can't, can't handle it. it jeez go cry in your libtard keurig coffees <laughs> idiot exactly fucking but keurig. i mean uh, so, I mean, I, I talked at the beginning how we kind of grew up on this movie, and I kind of right. had forgotten it, um, definitely about the themes and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the kind of ideas in this movie didn't implant themselves in me when I first saw it. But mm-hmm. I remember uh, my buddy Leif and I uh, would actually watch this movie, and uh, we would, oh, God, we would have so much fun. We'd, after church... On Sundays, I'd go over to Leif's house, and he'd say, you know, let's watch Dance and Menace. Let's watch Dance and Menace. And I'd oh, say, yeah. you know, Leif, can we, can we watch something else? You know, because I was, I was frustrated at the time because that's all he would watch. So Leif, just a little bit of backstory. Leif has only seen Shrek and uh, Dennis the Menace, I think to this day, actually. He's a little bit slow. If you're listening late, boy, I'm sorry. Um, but no, he it's needs to true. understand. Yeah, I mean, like I like I said, that quote from history book. His place in society. You know, man. absolutely. Yeah. You're kind of a Christopher Lloyd. Um, but yeah, every Sunday after church, we'd put this movie on. And we would, after we were done, uh, we'd go out to the garage and we'd eat some paint. Because that paint scene in the movie, it looks so good. When it comes in and it's CG, I understand that CG is not practical effects. Fucking fuck yourself, idiot. Yeah. Hollywood. Uh, those I practical mean, if it's, effects. Fucking, it's, if it's fucking convenient, why the fuck not? Yeah, if it saves you Who money, cares? CG all the way. Fuck it. Yeah. But when that paint flies at mm-hmm. you and it's like almost this 3D effect, I just remember Leif and I looking at each other and him saying, God, that looks good. I have some paint. And then we'd go to the garage after and we'd get little spoonfuls and we'd eat some paint. And we would, I, we probably ate buckets of paint by the time we were 13, mm. 14 years old. Um, and yeah, I mean, just a little anecdote of kind of how this movie affected us as mm, kids, you mm. know? Um, yeah, I mean, how, how, how did this movie affect you growing up? Honestly, I mean, throughout the whole podcast, I keep referencing that that scene with Christopher Lloyd and, mm-hmm. and Dennis. Yeah. And yeah, that was a scene that was, was like a marble that seared into my brain. Into your ass. Yes. Yeah. And I could, I could not forget it, uh-huh. you know, on how, like on how to effectively persuade people to your will. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah. 
you might have to like as a child i would take i would find animals mm-hmm. and i would get a slingshot and yeah warm up that marble until it was nice and red and i would just shoot it mm-hmm. slam it right up that dog's butthole yep you know and i learned that i have the power to manipulate my surroundings i can Absolutely. do what i set my mind out to do it also you yeah know? you know what i definitely see where you're coming from and that actually reminded me um of another thing leif and i did with paint so his dad was a scientist and so he always had mice around as scientists usually do and um we would actually open up paint buckets and we would we you know sneak into his dad's room. We grab some of the mice, and then we'd put mice in the paint buckets, and we close them up. Oh, classic! And yeah, classic. That classic prank. Kids doing kids being kids. Kids being right? kids, man. And it was so, and it was because of this movie. Because I saw Dennis, and I said, "Wow, you have so much power as a child, and it's just it's so unchecked." Mm. Mm-hmm. when you're exactly. white and when you're a boy that mm-hmm. you can just do anything and mm-hmm. that power has seeped into my life ever mm-hmm. since and those i mean lots dozens of mice probably mm-hmm. we put in those paint cans i don't know if they're still around mm-hmm. uh alive probably not but i mean it's just a side effect you just know, like go, mr wilson taking backing off your point of unchecked it's like just like how the colored cops you know, acknowledge Dennis's existence and say that he is the rightful, like, you know, mm-hmm. leader, I should say. Like, yeah. At the end, the end, one of the ending notes was the, the, the colored cop saying like, Oh, you met Dennis. Yeah. And see, he respects Dennis. Absolutely. Because, and I hope I'm, I'm not tr- connecting too many invisible dots here, but because that cop realizes that Dennis is more the rightful com- authority. Yes, he's yeah. more powerful. He's more competent mm. at being a law enforcer than him or the other. I don't know if they're all colored cops. I don't want to make that generalization, but the other police. No, it's the nuance of the artistry of selecting that. that cop. Yes, that actor exactly. for that role is. Yeah, it's. Only, only Nick Castle. Only Nick Castle. And speaking of Nick Castle, mm-hmm. that's one of his signature moves, the nuance. Absolutely. You know? He has such a deft hand as director and really writing, too. Escape from New York. Mm-hmm. Um, the nuance. Great movie. Absolutely. One of the best. The mm-hmm. nuance in that movie. And I don't know a lot offhand of the other movies he's done, but... Um, I'm sure they follow that same trend, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean, all you need to know is Dance the Menace and Escape from New York. Yeah. Those are the two movies. That's the Nick Castle double pack right there. You see that at Walmart? You scoop that up for $4.98. And, uh, yeah, I mean, get yourself that combo and watch it. Speaking of Walmart, great corporation. Shout out. Way to go, Walmart. Keep doing what you're doing. Hey, Walmart, keep it up. Sponsorship? Whoop. Sponsorship? Hey. Hey, if you don't sponsor us, we'll still go to your. We'll still go to your. Hey, fuck Target. Yeah, Target sucks. Fuck Target. Hey, Walmart, what's up? Just get at Even me. those Canadian libtards didn't take Target. <laughs> Walmart, bikerboy10, yahoo.com. Hit me up. Mm-hmm. Hit me up at that email. What's up? How you guys doing? What's up, Walmart? But, um, 
great corporation. Uh, Absolutely. I don't know. I mean, do we? What? What? What else should we? I mean, I know we usually have um, kind of conversation points and a mm. template here. Um, do you want to kind of try and talk talk yeah, about we, that here? Since um, it's just like I, I I wanted to put this off a bit because we usually say what the other director do, what that other director would do mm-hmm. for this film, and okay. it's just like. I, I have like, why idea? even bother with okay. with this discussion though? You know what I mean? Yeah. When you've already got, when you've got perfection, why do you got to go even? Yeah, worse. You know? That's true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. When you've already perfected it. Well, I want to put something out there. An sure. idea I had. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> How would Shrek make Dennis the Menace? You know. Sometimes I think, Brent, that you are not, you don't have too much going on up there. No okay. offense. Okay. You know? No, I mean. But, you know, these little morsels of just like these kernels of gold. Yeah. Just so, it's like, it's like you just got, it's like, it's like digging, like you're just like this, your mind is full of coal and then okay. you just have these diamonds. You're just a complete yeah. idiot and I just don't know. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm a mice That's, I'm a mice digging around in paint. Yeah, and sometimes that diamond just like pops out, and that is. I'm glad I'm glad you like the you idea. Know, I'm really proud great, of it, and I yeah. think I really think that that you. I think you have an idea in your head that's just as good about what his version would look like. You know, director Shrek with his little golf hat on, his glasses, his little director chair says mm-hmm. Shrek, donkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, DOP, maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like he has a good eye. What do you think? What do you make of uh, Shrek's Dennis the Menace? Well, first and foremost, uh, you know we all talk about how great you know and beautiful blonde, blue-eyed boys are. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, and there is obviously a superior um, image of beauty. I'm so glad, and that, that you're is right now. a little. A little boy ogre. Yep, I was Dennis the ogre. You know, and that I just can't. Like, I don't think my brain can like process the infinite beauty of that. Mm-hmm. Of what image. that means. Like, I can only think of the concept. It's like God. Like, how can you? Yeah, you can't imagine what God looks like. No. But you can like understand vaguely the concept of God. Yeah, I think we're approaching something here mm. that nobody's come close to before. Right. I think we're really, really close, just like the mice and paint, mm. to getting at something really just human experience mm. is at the core of this idea. I think. Mm-hmm. And what better way to? express the human condition than via ogre absolutely absolutely i think i think you do a brilliant thing in shrek's version of dennis the menace where shrek or kind of the ogre boy dennis um you could you do kind of a a role reversal where donkey now is mr wilson he's kind of the old crotchety Boy, I'm picking up on some parallels now between right, right, Shrek right, and Dennis right. the Menace that are kind of blowing my mind a little bit. But you have, uh, you know, Donkey, Mr. Wilson in the back saying, 
get get out my gun. Get out my gun, Dennis. And all those other famous, really great quotes that he says, but you have them in this beautiful Eddie Murphy uh, mm-hmm. casing mm-hmm. now. And I think that just adds to the the beauty of it, you know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have any other ideas for sure? I would say not a garden, but more of a swamp. Oh my you god! Know? You just broke the whole thing wide open. That's it. Yeah, that's it. It wouldn't be a garden. Like he would be tending to a donkeys tending to a swamp. Okay. And yeah, the little ogre. What 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 would his name be? A little ogre. Is Dennis? His name's Dennis too. I think his name. Is is Shrenis. I think it's Shrenis. You know that is that's perfect. Yeah. So little Shrenis. It really rolls off the tongue. I think is mm. why I like it so much. Little Shrenis knows that that swamp belongs to him. It's not donkeys. Yeah, I think actually like, a better would... name. I'm sorry to keep sorry. Uh, changing <laughs> this. Okay. I think Shrenk. Shrenk because it kind of gets the N from Dennis, and you still have kind of the Shrek DNA. Well, where, whatever the, the fuck the his name is. Shrank and the uh, Sh- Shrank? Swamp Manus, I think, is what... Right? Would that be a good name? I, I'll take it. Okay. But continue. I'm sorry I burst it into the middle of your uh, beautiful... No, it's it's fine. I understand because it's like we're... This is brainstorming. This is the exchange of pure and good ideas. This is what it's all about. This is what it is, it, it's... To be creative, you know? Just yeah. to throw out these amazing ideas mm-hmm. and so little little shred shrenis shred shred boy yeah he goes over to to donkey swamp and says hey that's my swamp mm-hmm. listen up listen up people this is this is what it is to be american you go to someone else's property and you mm-hmm. say that's mine yep you you throw you throw mud at people and say, "Hey, I don't care. I can yeah, do this." Eat that mud. Yeah, that's your food now, uh-huh. idiot. That's what a little that's what a little Shren, would do. You know, throw yeah. mud at Donkey's oh, face. Just imagining this version is, oh man, it's powerful. It's really powerful. I think it mm-hmm. could have taken some Oscars, honestly. Right. If 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 the the Shrek people, mm. and if the Dennis people, the Dennis the Menace Nick Castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner, yeah. Um, surf ninjas. Surf ninjas. If they all just waited a little bit mm. for, <laughs> pardon the pun, for the wave of Shrek to come in, mm. then they could have surfed it uh-huh. all the way to enlightenment. Well, you know society. why they didn't win those Oscars that that year is because the Oscars is the Kabbalah of Jewish producers yep in hollywood i'm glad i'm glad that you know this has made its way full of um child rapist mm-hmm. excuse my language but it's true yep you know harvey weinstein <laughs> just a drop scumbag in the pond. just a drop in one mm-hmm. big pond yeah of scum yeah and a swamp brian singer more like brian stinker got brian him stinker dying Mm-hmm. Stinker, hopefully, idiot. But not like the Brian's that made this wonderful. Nope. Brian Singer sullies their name. The, the Brian's, Brian's aren't bad a la carte. Mm-hmm. Just ones with Singer as a last name. Mm-hmm. And um, 
Man, I really feel like we've hit so many nails on the head mm-hmm. here tonight. Um, Red pilling real hard. Absolutely. You know? I think a, a black pill, really. Yeah. Just about. Absolutely. The blackest pill. Mm-hmm. That's what people need to understand. Like, why can't they just want to keep taking that stupid little blue pill? Yeah. You know? Accepting things the way they are. Get it? Blue getting, pill, getting, democratic color. Yeah. <laughs> getting friend zoned. Mm-hmm. By all of those girls that don't even know what's right in front of them, getting friend zoned. Yeah, you deserve everything you want. Absolutely, just like Dennis. Be like Dennis. He, he knew he deserved all that shit. Yep. If he wanted to sing, she's coming around the mountain when she comes and splashing. Yeah. Bath around and screaming that. Absolutely, man. He deserves to do that. You know. Oh, uh, uh, hey, 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 oh. Dennis. Uh, hey. I was going, what y'all doing over here? You make a stupid podcast that you well, do? Dennis, I mean, we, um, uh, so. We're talking about your favorite movie, Dennis. Yeah, we uh, just finished watching yeah. uh, the movie that you made us watch for the past. Uh, you mean Dance the Mess, three directed by Nick Castle, written by Jock Hughes? Yeah, I mean, we've been. Dennis, I mean, I, th- I think we we really love really this movie. Really enjoyed it. Really it was it. fucking great. Yeah. All, all the ideas that you told us yeah. to really pick up on. and <laughs> Well, what was your favorite part about it? Uh, uh, the, everything was my favorite part. Yeah. You I didn't listen to the podcast. I mean, I don't have time listening to that stupid podcast. I like the paint. Boy, when he eats the paint. I know you like paint, Dennis. You like paint, right? I love you, but I eat it all the time. That's why it's one of my favorite movies. He eats yeah, paint. Absolutely. And, you know, Dennis, I think, is a great character. He's just like you. And I I, th- I I really appreciate that now after watching it so much. Wait a second. Are you lying to me, Brent? No. What? Are you lying? Is Adam making you I, say these things? What the fuck? Well, you, I don't have anything to do with what Brent says. Hey, Dennis, Dennis hey, calm down. Hey. Okay, listen. We, we Look! Whoa. Den- Whoa, okay, okay, what buddy. F- Dennis. Dude, do not. Holy shit, okay. Dennis. Hold on, don't pull that trigger, please. Please, God. I Dennis, love Dennis the Menace. God. It's great. Don't do it. Dennis. Oh, my God. Dennis, what the fuck? Dennis. It's a long, cool world. I loved you, Brent, and you broke my heart.